Hi, I'm Carlin Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. I have a theory. We teach kids to stop asking why, because it's so annoying. Why, do, why is the sky blue? Why is the earth round? Why are the trees green? Why is that like that? Why this? Why? 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 And then how do these conversations usually end by the adults? Oh, because I said so. Just because. Just take it and move on and you stop them dead in their tracks from asking why again. So my theory is, I think we do this so much to kids and we've had this done so much to us as kids that authority figures, when they stop us from asking why, that really does hinder us from continuing to ask that question. And then what happens? We train them as adults to not ask why because leaders are saying, because I said so. Maybe not in those words, but they say it by not wanting you to question their edicts, not wanting you to question their opinions, their directives, or anything. And so we become human beings, adult human beings, that just stop asking the literally most important question we should be asking ourselves, our teams, our companies, everything. Why? When we blindly follow authority figures or we blindly follow a company dogma uh, because this is the way we've always done it. So why question that? Because some people will get mad at you questioning that and you don't want that. So we just do it. And it becomes so second nature and it becomes so natural that we forget to ask the question as to why we are doing something And unfortunately, that is the biggest hindrance, I think, to innovation, to transformative thinking, to moving forward, to progress even. And I think it plays out also just in our own lives. If we don't ask ourselves why we are in a certain relationship, why we are eating something that maybe we shouldn't, or why we don't take better care of ourselves or, or, you know, leverage a lot of self-care methods and tools or why somebody else is treating us a certain way and we're not doing anything about it. If we don't ask those questions of ourselves, it is so easy for it just to become part of our daily routine and part of our, oh, that's just the way it is. That's just the way that person is. That's just how it is in, in a relationship. And we start to accept things that we normally would never have accepted before And also probably a lot of things we shouldn't accept because we fear of asking the question why. And more importantly, I think sometimes we just fear the answer or fear offending someone else. But I believe it's also in all the way you ask why. I think there's ways to ask that. We're not nine-year-old kids anymore. You can inquire as an adult. And this is where you get curious in questioning people. And again, not snarky. It's all about, well, hey, why do you enjoy doing that? Why, why do you want to do that in your career? Why is this important to you? It also helps us get to know people, get to know our teams, get to know our peers, our bosses. And it's, it's actually kind of a fun exercise to do when you start to ask those questions and get curious about somebody. 
you see people go, oh, gosh, well, people, somebody's never asked me that before. And they love to talk about themselves or love to give their opinions. Or other times, that why question can actually help them see something differently. And it doesn't have to be you shooting down an idea or saying, gosh, that is not going to work or I don't know about that. It actually puts it, it empowers the other person to be able to think through their own thoughts and actions and ideas and come up with their own why. Simon Sinek wrote a fantastic book, Start With Why, How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to Take Action. And one of the quotes from it I just absolutely love. People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And what you do simply proves what you believe. Isn't that just powerful when you stop and thinking about it? It's true. Think about the leaders. Think about the role models and the people in your life that you buy into, so to speak, whether it's somebody you know or somebody, you know, out there in, in the world. It's, I, I, I mean, I am a John Maxwell certified, you know, teacher trainer. Of course, you hear that in my, my opening intro. Um, but I don't necessarily always, it's not about the what with me with John Maxwell. It's the why. And he has such a heart for leaders and he's so passionate. He really does want to add value to the world and he wants to create more leaders and he wants to help leaders add value to the world. His why is what I buy into. Because a lot of people have the what's down, right? Anybody can look on the internet these days and become a guru of um, any kind of topic. It doesn't matter, not just leadership. But to me, the best leaders are the people who I know the reason they're doing, the reason they're a good leader because they really do care about people. They really, from the heart, authentically want to help others grow and develop and achieve their dreams and be everything that they can see in their, in their eyes of how much they can accomplish and go far in that potential. That, to me, that why is so, so critical, so important. And that's the true heart of a leader, not the what. The what are projects and stuff and things and things that I don't even remember a year ago what I was working on from a what perspective. But I do know from a why perspective as a leader how important the people around me are to me. And it's critical for all of us to know this, live this, and teach this also to our, to our people in our care. So let's get into a few sips. Why? <laughs> because I want to help you guys walk away with something tangible, some actionable things to help find your why. So the first tip. First tip is you do need to know your why. This is the core of a leader's heart. And if you don't know why you're a leader, it's really time you figure it out. If your answer is because you inherited people with a promotion, then frankly, you have got to do some serious soul searching because that is not a good reason to be a leader of people. I realize that there's a lot of career tracks that's, that are stifling for people who just want to be in, in, independent contributors, or maybe there's not an option if you want to move forward in your career and do different things that you do inevitably have to take on people because of that. And if that's not in your heart, that's a problem for you, that's a problem for your company, and that's more importantly a problem for the people in your care and your charge. So dig into that deep because no good is going to come of that for anybody. Your why as a leader has got to be something that you have a mantra for. Just like I had said about John Maxwell, his mission in life is super simple. The guy's a best-selling author. Yeah, that's the what. He's created all these wonderful programs all over the world. He's trained and equipped leaders. 
That's the what. But the why is just he just wants to add value. And he wants to create more leaders. And that your why can be that simple. What is your why? It's also something that when the world knocks you down, you can focus back on your why. When there's things in the what <laughs> that's like, oh my gosh, that was the worst presentation or that did not go well or this isn't going well or these things keep changing, you can always come back to your why, your purpose. And when you make a difference and then you focus on your why, it'll help you get your momentum back, I promise. It'll help you through any failure, any setback. And it's also literally why you're here. That is your purpose, is your why. Second tip, ask why. Be curious, but don't be judgmental. People take this question very seriously when you say when you ask why. Just like I said with the, the example of when we're kids, I think there's also this unconscious bias that we bring into adulthood of, oh gosh, they're like an annoying child asking me why over and over again. Well, there are ways to ask that and not to take it so personally. People do get very offended, especially when they're attaching their purpose to their work. Um, not always the right thing to do, by the way, but that's another podcast. Um, but when you ask why, they're going to take it personally. A lot of people do get offended, but frankly, their reaction, it's none of your business. As long as you are putting forth that question in a way that truly is about seeking to understand, wanting to make something better or somebody better, and truly just asking the question to hopefully maybe even provoke some thought into their head. I think it's a very powerful coaching tool. Um, and as a leader, it's something you got to get good at because it does take the ownership off of you. It takes the authoritative opinion off of you and empowers your team to answer their own why. Oftentimes, they didn't even ask it because so often in companies with longevity, our response to that why question is, well, that's just the way we've always done it. But asking why can lead to then challenging that status quo that allows people to get there themselves without you pulling them into something different, kicking and screaming. They have to be on the journey with you with that one. And again, it's it's very careful words. You don't want to be judgmental. You want to truly get to the heart of the reasoning behind. And again, if they don't have a reason, hopefully this helps them think of a reason. So always, always ask why. Another reason to ask why is we want to make sure, too, that you don't lose focus of what's the goal. What, what ultimately is the goal or the objective, the why behind why we're even doing something. Again, not getting stuck into because it's the way we've always done it or the dogma of something that a company has always done. It's important to always go back to that question. Third tip, ask why not? This is where you really start to get into transformative thinking innovative ideas and show your people your team and others that hey let's take a risk it's okay why not let's give it a shot why not try something new why not go with a different approach you can always course correct you can always read detour back to something else but asking why not sometimes also helps people who maybe are adverse to risk or adverse to change to put again that ownership back on them to tell you what are all the reasons why we shouldn't try something? And then listening to them. And I would say in my, in my experience, a lot of times, they've never thought about it. Oh, I don't know. Well, just because maybe this is what we just haven't done. All the more reason to say, hey, then why not let's give it a shot? 
Why? Such a simple word, yet such a powerful one. So imagine if we start with why and we end with why not. All of the incredible things that we can do when we don't let doubt and fear stop us. Lead with a cup of intentional curiosity and you'll live a life and teams filled with purpose. Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me today. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow Leader Sips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.